2: now
3: Go to noblegoldinvestments.com. Now, noblegoldinvestments.com. Best
1: performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision.
4: Hey, guys. It's so good to be live with you. Well, we're going to talk about another topic YouTube doesn't want me to talk about, but uh, we're going to talk about fertility. Uh. After the pandemic. So now that a lot of people got the needle in the arm, um, we're getting some data on fertility. And a lot of people have questions. There were rumors about whether the needle would affect fertility. Um, we're for, far enough into 2022 that we can look at some um, real data. Uh, so if we go back, it was April 2021 that the needle was really widely accessible to any American who wanted it um, as well as globally. And so nine months, you got to fast forward nine months from there and that would be January 2022. So uh, the first births since the needle was widely available are just in 2022, January through now. So we can actually look at some of those initial numbers and see uh, now that a lot of people have had the needle, whether fertility is being affected at all. It's very interesting. I'm going to show you the data on that. Turns out it has. There, there's been an interesting drop in fertility in uh, various nations across the globe. And when you go back over the years, there's never been quite a drop like this. Um, so it's really interesting. I'm going to show you. Uh, friends of mine had... Been asking me about this and wondering what to do because, you know, I'd have friends call me over the past year and be like, "You're a reporter. Tell tell me the facts on this." My bosses are pushing me to get the needle because, you know, they're gonna they're gonna find me. Uh, bosses were literally taking money out of people's paycheck if they didn't get the needle. So my friends were really upset, but they heard these rumors that it might affect fertility, and they're millennial women who want to reproduce and they're like so what should i do ivory and i was like well data is really limited but there were some initial studies on rats that didn't look too good and you know but you know we don't know a whole lot yet because it's soon well now we're getting more data and um i don't want to be doom and gloom about this report because I think that, you know, the human immune system is a wonderful thing that you can you can nurture your immune system and you can overcome whatever has happened to you from getting the needle. Okay. So I I'm just saying, looking at some of these numbers, you know, some people have already been just fine. I know people who've gotten the needle and then got pregnant or even got the needle while pregnant and had a successful childbirth. So this is not like you know, an end of the world sort of situation, like you'll never have a kid, you know, but there was a drop in fertility that we're going to talk about before I get into it. Just shout out to the sponsor of my coverage, preparewithivory.com. Now's the time to get an emergency food supply. Um, I, my link down below, uh, for my Patriot supply is going to get you a discount of $150 off a three month supply of emergency food that is breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks every day for three months. Um, if you, if you look at the cost of groceries for three months, this stockpile that they're selling down below is a pretty good deal actually, especially when you lock in my discount. So hit my link in bio, uh, prepare with Um, it is going to be very valuable to have if there's ever a shortage, which we are in strange times right now. And we've, We've seen some shortages of certain supplies. So, link down below, preparewithivory.com for the nation's prominent emergency food uh, supplier, which is which is uh, My Patriot Supply. Okay, so you guys, this is the era of independent journalism. Let me tell you, the corporate news is not covering this topic, despite the fact that many many people have a lot of questions on whether this fertility thing is true. So where do we have to turn? Substack journalists, journalists who are doing their independent research. Um, Substack is the way. So I'm not going to link to the New York Times today. I'm going to link to Substack and shout out this amazing independent journalist who uh, conducted... Journalism the way you should, by citing every source, hyperlinking exactly to the government data so we can see exactly what's going on. So shout out to, uh, I don't even know how to say it, Kanakoa's newsletter, um, linking all the government data to show exactly what's happening. I have linked their article down in my description. Now let's talk about it. So we're talking about the needle and infertility. Why are birth rates plummeting in the United Kingdom, Germany, Sweden, Netherlands, Switzerland, and Taiwan nine months after mass needles? Let's talk about it. So the author writes first about Germany. Germany reported a 13% decline in births between January and March of 2022 compared to the same uh, period in 2021, I am going to show you the graphic details on this, uh, the actual, the graphs going back over the years, um, back to 2016, they've never seen anything like this. It's a a sudden absolute jump down for 2022. Okay. United Kingdom reported a 7.7% decline in births with 75,000 births between January and February 2022 compared to 82,000 births during the same period in 2021. Okay. Let me make a quick note that birth rate has been steadily declining every year. Okay. So a decline in birth rate is not something shocking at all, but this is a bigger decline in birth rate that we're seeing. In Switzerland, they they note in Switzerland, birth rates have also plummeted since the introduction of the needle, and the graph on that is quite stunning too. Because um, over the past few years, it's just been very steady, and then all of a sudden, boom, lower than lower numbers in all of the months of 2022 so far than in any of the months of the previous years back to 2016. Taiwan reported a 23% decline in births in May, 2022 compared to the same month in 2021, 23% decline. That's pretty stunning. Igor Chudov, the author of a popular newsletter wrote quote, when expressed in sigmas units of standard deviation, the 23% drop in the birth rate in Taiwan is a 26 sigma event. This can this can be described as unimaginable in terms of the likelihood of happening due to random chance so if you factor in random chance the chance that that the birth rate dropped that low in taiwan is just absolutely stunning you know it just doesn't make any sense this is this is 2022 you know we've heard about oh you know people more people decided not to have kids when the pandemic started but no this is this is a you know, much lower number than in 2020 and 2021. Okay. So this is not due to the start of the pandemic. Okay. That would, that would have reduced if, if people decide to pause on having kids due to the pandemic in 2020, that would have reduced birth, birth rate in 2021. But this is a dramatic drop in 2022. So something else is going on. Um, in Sweden, Without lockdown and school closures, reported a 6.6% decline with 35,000 uh, births between January and April 2022, compared to 37,000 births during the same period in 2021. The decline in birth rate is 6.9% for that same time period when compared with the average of 2019 to 2021. Okay. So it is a drop. Uh, Netherlands reported a 6.3% decline with 53,000 births between January and April of 2022 compared to 56,000 births during the same period in 2021. In conclusion, data from around the world shows a substantial monthly decrease in birth rate from January 2022 to April of 2022 compared to previous year's. Okay. Up to May and June, we're getting too recent. We don't, we don't have that data yet. Um, but really stunning initial data that we're seeing right now, especially out of Taiwan. I want to show you the data out of Germany and, uh, Switzerland. Um, so this is, um, a, uh, let me just bring these numbers. I'm, I'm being careful about what I'm showing you guys on the screen because this is a taboo topic on YouTube, but, um, I think it'll be okay. So, so the Swiss research, uh, they, they looked at Deutschland, which is Germany and Switzerland. Everything's written in German because that's the language of Switzerland and Germany. And you can see right here the initial data on childbirth. For 2022, that's in red, is dramatically lower than anything we've seen going back to 2016. It follows these uh, seasonal trends every year with, uh, you know, births peaking in the late summer every year, you can see. But, you know, it always dips during the winter, but we saw an unusual sharp dip. Especially, look, if you look from December of 2021, that last blue line, to January of 2022, a uh, monstrous dip in births. Now, again, that is right after, you know, January would be nine months after April, which is when the needle was finally available to the to everybody. And in America, people were just lining up in droves to get the needle in April. Everyone was just clamoring for that needle in April. And then we see this dramatic drop. So I'm just, I'm just wondering if it's not associated, it might not be associated with the needle, but if it's not, then what is it associated with? Um, because, you know, there were reports that, you know, in 2020, people changed their, their pregnancy plans. Women said, you know, women who were planning to get pregnant, because in, in modern days, people usually plan this out. It's not an accident. And so women put those plans on hold and said, you know, I'm going to keep doing birth control until I'm ready, which is when this chaos of the world ending stops because in March March of 2020 everything locked down it felt like the world was ending and a lot of women said screw it I'm not going to try to have a kid right now because I lost my job or my husband lost my job so, or his job so um anyway so you could see why that upheaval in 2020 could lead to a lower birth rate in 2021 yet 2021 in Germany here with Deutschland You don't see that drop. Um, I believe it did happen, I believe in, um, in the U.S., but not in Germany. You instead see the drop immediately after the masses went to get the needle. Okay. I'm going to show you the Swiss data as well now from the same sheet. And again, all of this information, including the stuff I'm not able to show on YouTube due to their censorship algorithm, it's all linked in this beautiful Substack article, which I have linked down in my description. This is the Swiss data and it's uh, very similar. You can see that red data there is dramatically lower. Uh, The red is 2022. The blue next to it is 2021. And you see um, green is 2020 going all the way back. It's very even. And then there's a big drop in 2022, you know, after nine full months after everyone got the needle. So, what's going on with that? Um, the United Kingdom, um, publishing.services.gov.uk, you know, all, all of this data we're citing is from, is directly from the, the government agencies of, these various nations, all nations that have been pushing the needle on people. So they, these nations would have an incentive to, to make it look like there wasn't anything wrong with fertility associated with the needle. But yet these numbers are coming straight out of those nations. And, um, the United Kingdom was actually tracking, um, overall needle coverage in women giving birth. By month of delivery, that they were tracking this data to see you know, how pregnant women fare as far as how effective the needle is, whether you're pregnant or not. And in them collecting all this data, we can see exact numbers on fertility. And you can see that in February, it, it was all in the 40,000 women giving birth, 40,000 women giving birth, up to 47,000 women giving birth each month. But then it goes down into 30s in January 2022 and then February 2022. Um, so 39,000 births in January, 36,000 births in February, and then we don't have further data yet. So this is all still developing. Um, and then the um, the Taiwanese health department, Taiwan, um They also, I wish I could show you their uh, their website, but it is hyperlinked. So go check that out. But it says there were 9,000 babies born in May 2022, which decreased 23% compared with the same month last year. So same month each year. So it factors in the seasonal ebb and flow yet it's a 23% drop. Uh, the average showed that a baby was born about every four minutes. The annual crude birth rate was uh, 4%. Um, and that is ris.gov.tw. So the Taiwanese, uh, government's official data. So what is going on? We've also got, you know, Sweden's official government data. So I don't know. What's your take? Oh, we got a super chat. Um, we overturned Roe versus Wade right when there's a mysterious global drop in birth rate. Have fun with that thought. Yeah. So <laughs> Roe versus Wade, uh, you know, Roe versus Wade led. I think that led to decreases in childbirth, right? Because people were able, if they didn't want to have a kid, they could zap nip that pregnancy in the butt, right? Kill a baby. And, you know, so there was a lower birth rate. So getting rid of Roe versus Wade would theoretically increase the birth rate. So Jay, thanks for the super chat. Are you implying that, um, they're trying to rebound the birth rate, um, to compensate for the needle? What are you saying? I don't know. But um, thanks for for that super chat. What's up, guys? I'm reading your comments. Okay, so I was looking at U.S. data because, okay, we're looking at all these foreign nation uh, data, but what about our own country in the U.S.? And it's really interesting that the CDC actually is really limited on on that information. Actually, let's bring up the CDC's website on uh, births um and you can see it only goes up to 2020 talking about a birth rate of 11 per 1000 their uh, most current data on their on their birth tab is only up to 2020 but i want to show you guys the birth rate over the years and you can see how birth rate continually goes down and here it is so this is cdc.gov as well um the birth rate the crude birth rate in 1950 in the U.S. was 24. Um, birth rate in 2018 was only 11, 11 per thousand. Used to be 24 babies per thousand. So it's every year you can see it dropping, dropping, dropping. Apparently it went up a little bit in 2014 compared to 2013, but it's still dropped. Um, After that, you know, so, you know, it's steadily going down and that has that has to do with, I think, people's lifestyles, people becoming career women and all of this. I want to show you some information about um, uh, from the United Nations and talking about population control and things. So uh, you can see the. Fertility, this is world fertility right here. And you can see it dropped dramatically, um, from the late 60s down to the 2000s. There was a huge drop in fertility. And I think that had to do with the whole, um, m- movement of feminism and women becoming career women. Because prior to that, back in the 1950s, women were like more stay at home moms. And it was like their job to have, have the babies. And then suddenly, after that it was their job to help with the income help their husband with the income you know and so having babies was less important anyway so i think that's part of it and and then it just shows a it shows projections into t- 2100 so the United Nations is predicting how things will go and they predict a steady decline in fertility, a much more subtle decline. But this one over here is really interesting. World average annual number of births and deaths and what you see in the projection to 2100, which is, um, 70, was it 78 years from now? So the United Nations is looking ahead in 78 years. They predict that world births and deaths will meet. And I think this was Bill Gates vision in that Ted talk he gave where he talked about getting the world's population under control because our population is growing so much, which means there's a lot more deaths or there's a lot more births than deaths every year. So if there were more deaths and births, we wouldn't have to worry about an overpopulated world, but instead Bill Gates is very worried about an uh, overpopulated world as he discussed in that Ted talk where he mentioned needles and he said, if we can get enough needles out there, we can uh, help with this uh, population situation, which was really eyebrow raising to a lot of people like, excuse me, Bill, I thought needles were supposed to save lives, which would increase world population, but you're saying they're going to decrease world population anyway. So you're saying, um, they are predict- United Nations is predicting there's going to be a dramatic increase in deaths. Um, you see this trend, the the line go up from 2025 all the way to 2100, and uh, deaths go way up while births slowly go down. So what does the United Nations have up their sleeves? Why do they think that all that stuff? Is going to happen. We have another super chat. Thank you, Stevie, another conspiracy theory proven true and still being um, suppressed by big tech platforms and mainstream media. Yeah, exactly. You guys. And I haven't even gotten to the most horrifying part of this whole talk with you guys today, because I looked at some official um, government research uh, out of Australia. So when one of the needle companies wanted to distribute its needle in Australia, Australia did its own scientific study on this. And um, they found some very interesting information. Now, this is from the Australian government, uh, Department of Health Therapeutic Goods Administration, Non-clinical evaluation report. This is tga.gov.au, Australia's government website. Not a conspiracy theory, what I'm about to go through. It is also hyperlinked from the Substack article, which I've linked in my description. Okay. This is in regards to the needle company that starts with a PF. Okay. Now, you go, you gotta, uh, search through this for the key terms, ovaries, And we're going to find what collects in your ovaries when you get the needle. Um, So total tissue distribution, um, what they did, what the Australians broke down was a study of rats. They gave this needle... New needle technology to the rats. Um, it says the concentration of radioactive lipid markers um, reached the peak level in plasma uh, between one and four hours per post-dose and distribution, mainly into liver, adrenal glands, and spleen and ovaries over 48 hours. The concentration of radioactivity remained highest in injection sites at all time points so i i don't know why is there first of all why is there radioactivity associated with these these lip, lipid nano particles okay lipids when when we find out you know we hear that these new needles have lipids in them that sounds really natural oh fatty acids those are in our foods too they're supposed to be good for us why first of all why is there radioactivity there was a high level of radioactivity at the site of of the needle going in that lasted for 48 hours uh, as they tested over a 48 hour period but um aside from that the primary places where this radioactivity went in your body was your liver, adrenal glands, spleen, and ovaries. Okay, uh, they looked at male testicles too. Luckily, the testicles were okay. This uh, substance did not seem to go for the testicles, but it did go for the ovaries. Okay, so women sucks to be y'all slash us. All right, so they broke it down by, um, into a chart by different organs in your body. Um, the main concentration of radioactivity on tissue and blood flowing, um, this is following a single dose of the needle. Again, the needle, it starts with a PF and it was injected into a rat again. So this is not the reaction in humans, um, because you know we don't get to see, we don't get to see that study on uh, where it went in the human organs. So we're we're left to look at rats, and assume it's going to go to the same organs in our bodies too. So the radioactivity. Um, it was very high. It breaks it down uh, very high in the injection site, and then it appears, you know, the first within the first hour after after the needle goes in, um, that radioactivity is seen in the blood plasma, and it's it increases in the blood plasma over the next two hours.
2: Order now
1: fighterflare.com
4: The body, but it goes to particular organs. And as the hours ensue, you see the level of radioactivity increase dramatically in the liver, the adrenals, the ovaries, and the spleen. Why is that? Um... It says mean total radioactivity was greatest at the injection site followed by the liver with much lower total recovery in spleen, adrenal glands, and ovaries. The total radioactivity recovery was less than 100% at all time points, probably due to difficulty in collecting entirety of injection site sample and the presence of radioactivity in the carcass, feces, and urine, which were not analyzed so there was, there was radioactivity in all parts of this rat. Uh, they're, uh, they're kind of concluding here. So the conclusion is slow but significant distribution of lipid nanoparticles from the site of, of the needle with major uptake into the liver. Yeah, the liver was the primary organ that saw a ton of radioactivity. Minor distribution to spleen adrenal and ovaries over forty eight hours. And by minor, they mean it's substantially higher level of radioactivity in those organs compared to others, but still lower than liver. So what 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 I'm saying here is I'm just wondering radioactivity I, I don't think subjecting ovaries to radiation is gonna be good for your fertility. So I'm just wondering if there's a connection here, you know Seeing that dramatic drop in new babies being born January 2022, which is exactly nine months after people lined up to get the needle in April 2021. Then we see this study that shows radiation increase in the ovaries of a rat after taking the needle. So is there any connection there? Um, so they're talking here. They say the distribution of lipid nano nanoparticles encapsulated. These are words that I probably shouldn't say on YouTube. But they're talking. They're talking about um, that glowing substance from like a firefly that you know some religious people associate with the devil in the Bible. I'm not gonna say what this is, but they talk about that they are encoding that into yourselves. Okay. The lipid nano, nanoparticles encapsulating the new needle technology encoding that glowy stuff into you. It was investigated by monitoring of a radio-labeled lipid marker after a single injection in Windstar rats. Okay, so this is, um, I don't know if you're aware that this glowy stuff is being encoded into your cells, that that that, that lipid that sounds all natural, that, oh, there's lipids in my needle. Um, oh, oh, I looked at the ingredients online for the needle and they look very natural, simple and harmless. Yeah, but did you know that inside that lipid nanoparticle is this... Um, Brand new stuff that we've never he- heard heard of before, and um, it encodes something in your, into your body that actually into your genes. Um, so it was investigated when uh, stuck into the rats. It says major quote major uptake of the liquid the lipid marker probably representing the lipid nanoparticles was noted. In the, in, um, in the needle site and liver with low distribution spleen, adrenal glands, and ovaries distribution was not investigated in draining lymph nodes. The total radioactivity recovery was very low at all time points, possibly because the draining lymph nodes of the injection site were not collected, um, and feces and urine and carcass. Okay. So radioactivity recovery was very low. So there's, there's low recovery. So radioactivity staying in their body. Is that what they're saying? Um, now it was very interesting. Yeah. They're talking about toxicity. So they, they talked about how the rats reacted afterwards and they showed big inflammation. The rats, um, Hair, the the reaction their their backs would hunch their hair would stick up uh, which showed that there was like in, inflammation at the hair follicles I guess and um so the rat the rats had a sick kind of reaction which doctors will say oh it's normal and go that means the needle's working um and but then you're seeing all this radiation go to these certain organs um, they talk about the toxicity. Um, clinical candidates, uh, the rats received three doses of the needle, seven days apart. Um, Both studies use an adequate number. Okay, bottom line, they had a toxic reaction. Now, they did check fertility of these rats as well. And they say in this study, they they studied uh, 22 rats that were fertile. They had been having babies and 22 rats that they had um, caused to be infertile. So the rats had no chance of having a baby and they stuck the needle in all of them. And the study says that there was no effect on fertility. So I'm just, They they didn't break it down further than that in this in this study. I I wanna know, okay, how many exact how many how often were they having rat babies prior to the needle needle, how many rat babies were being had after the needle? They didn't break any of those numbers down. They just said there was no effect on the rat fertility period, and then they moved right along in the study. Um without going to detail, but I'm just wondering why did they Study twenty-two rats that you can't that that can't have babies anyways. When you're looking at fertility, that was just a weird freaking study on rat fertility. Um, but they're saying they're saying the rats were fine, but they are saying there was a big collection of radiation in the rats' ovaries. Um, now, when you look at genotoxicity, this Australian study. Looks at genotoxicity, which is, refers to the ability of harmful substances to damage genetic information in cells. I'm going to search the word genotoxicity. And it says here, Australian study on the new needle. Quote, no genotoxicity studies were conducted for this needle. This is in line with relevant guidelines for needles. Whoa. So the guidelines are that needles should not be looked at in regards to whether they affect your genes. These are just the guidelines when studying new needles that you don't look at whether they affect your genes. Why is that? I want to know whether these needles affect your genes. So this is the most alarming part of all of it to me is that they're saying we have zero data on whether this brand new needle, which does go in and alter your genes on whether it negatively impacts your genes permanently they didn't even look look at that remotely okay we know I mean it's widely known you know ever all the mainstream agrees that it does go in and alter your genes to the point of causing them to create a spike protein um, that is supposed to mount an immune defense without actually catching the illness right so it, it does that much altering of, of the genes at least, but the word is it's supposed to be a t- temporary little altering of genes and then you move right along with your life and you're great. But they actually are saying they did not study whatsoever any sort of other effects on genes. And that is in line with relevant guidelines for studying needles. Um, so it says, quote, there were also no genotoxicity studies with the Novel excipients. The sponsor stated that the novel lipid excipients are not expected to be genotoxic based on in-silico analysis of the novel lipids and their primary uh, metabolites, reports not provided. So what they're saying here is the sponsor, and guess who the sponsor is? The needle company itself. So the needle companies sponsored I, Australia looking at this, I guess, and said, "Yeah, you guys don't need to look at genes because we've already done in silico analysis, which means they did a comp- they ran a computer model, and according to the computer model, this new needle is not going to affect your genes. So, so just take our word for it and do not look at gene effects on these rats." And then it notes here that the sponsor, the needle company, did not provide reports on its computer models that it ran. So literally, just taking the needle company's word for it, don't look at the gene, don't look at what happened to the rat's genes. <laughs> it says, quote, the sponsor justified the absence of genotoxicity studies with the novel lipid exposures based on the threshold of toxicological concern concept. Um, now, when they they also didn't look at carcinogenicity, guys. I'm slaughtering this word carcinogen. Whether it's cancerous, let me just say that they did not look at whether the new needle will cause cancer. They said uh, the cancer studies were not conducted. This is acceptable based on its duration of use. The novel lipid, lipid excipient is not expected to be carcinogenic based on the low exposure, duration of exposure, absence of structure alerts um, for mutating. So they're saying, yeah, you're you're just not getting a lot of exposure to this new needle, so we don't think you'll have cancer, so we're not even going to study whether the new needle will give you cancer. And that's all really, really concerning to me. Now, yeah, they looked at the reproductive toxicity and they noted that, you know, well, you know, while we looked at reproduction in rats. We're not going to give you full details on what happened with the rats having babies after that, but we are going to say that the, the rats were fine to have babies after. And, They also noted that rat outcome infertility is not the same as human outcome infertility. It's really interesting. It says here, animal studies do not indicate direct or indirect harmful effects with response to reproductive toxicity. And then they struck out that line. So I... I don't know why they struck struck out that line, but it it says that and then it's crossed out Um. anyway. And so then they also talk about use in lactation and it says it is recommended that findings of the rat study be stated. it, It is unknown whether the new needle is excreted in human milk. A combined fertility and developmental toxicity study in rats did not show harmful effects in off- offspring development before weaning. So it says that basically the, the baby rats were growing up just fine while nursing their, their needled mothers. So but it's unclear. They, they said here in the study at the beginning of 2021, by the way, the study came out at the beginning of 2021 when humans were already getting the needle, and they said that. We just don't know whether a mom who gets the needle, whether that needle substance goes out from her breast milk into the baby. But if you look at the CDC's bad reaction data that I broke down in my YouTube last week, you will see that indeed there have been a lot of adverse, sorry, um, I'm not allowed to say that, bad reactions in kids uh, in babies who were nursing their mothers so um it appears that it does indeed leave the mother through the breast milk and go into the baby um the fact that they are saying do not you know do not look at gene effects at whether your genes are being altered by this new needle is very alarming to me And it's just, it states that right there on an official government document out of Australia saying that that document was sponsored by the needle company. And so I think that the corporate news should, should report that, you know, but yet the, yet the corporate news is not reporting that. So I just, I don't know that, you know, that, that glowing substance from a firefly. That some Christians associate with Satan, that is encapsulated in the lipid nanoparticles that go into your genes. Um, that assay system is an extremely sensitive and rapid reagent for quant. Uh, blah, 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 blah. I'm just trying to let you guys know what this is. It's a part of a firefly, but. I'm reading online from Science Direct, it says that the SA is used to determine if a protein can activate or repress the expression of a target gene. So it helps I guess it helps you see whether the gene is indeed being affected. So these are these needles are targeting your actual genetics. And this substance was in the needles that were going into the rats. So I I just think this is very interesting, and I want to know your thoughts on all this. I also want to show you this article from Vox, one article I am allowed to show, Vox.com, mainstream media. The increase in U.S. births in 2021 explained births went up by 1% last year, but don't think of it as a baby boom. So this article came out um, in May of 2022 looking at births in 2021. It has more data on births than the CDC's website. It's laying out right now, and uh, it says a total of 3 births. Point six million babies were born in the U.S. in 2021, according to new data released this week by the CDC's National National Center for Health Statistics. It's a one percent more, one percent more than the 3.6 million babies born in the U.S. in 2020, which means that the natal class of 2021 is now. What passes for a baby boom in the United States? Indeed, 2021 represents the first time since 2014 that the number of babies born in the U.S. was actually increased, bouncing back from a pandemic year in 2020 that saw the largest one-year drop in births in nearly 50 years. The 2020 dip in births wasn't much of a surprise To demographers, despite the popular, popular conception that events like blizzards and blackouts that keep couples homebound inevitably leads to more babies nine months later, the lockdown of early 2020, uh, was not particularly conducive to conceiving of children. Surveys conducted during 2020 found that as many as a third of American women changed their reproductive plans because of the pandemic. Well, as many as half of American women reported a decline in their sexual activity um, during during those lockdowns of 2020. So, you know, the lock by 2021, people weren't really locked down, right? So, but here's the thing: it takes nine months to have a baby. So, this article this article doesn't make sense. They're saying there should. I don't know There it, it makes sense that pe- people were locked down during 2020. And that's why there was a baby boom in 2021. It's because everyone was sitting at home getting pregnant instead in 2021. So there was an unusual increase. They're saying here um, in 2021. Now the U S we just don't have the data on 2022 yet. You know, those first few months of 2022 will tell what happened after the needle and we just we don't have that yet it's still um the, the US hasn't come forward with it but here is census.com census.gov looks looks it actually puts it in chart format here so 2021 is the black line and census.gov just has january through march where you see Absolutely low birth turnouts in in the beginning of 2021. Now that article is saying that the rest of the year turned out to be a baby boom. But if you look at the start of 2021, kids were not being born. You see 20, uh, 2020 is the red line at, at the bottom here. 2020 was a low birth rate year all altogether, which tells me that people... In 2019, people were not getting pregnant. This is before the pandemic. Um, America's fertility issue was already going way down. And and maybe it's not that women couldn't have kids. Maybe they just didn't want to have kids in 2019. But for some reason, the number of women getting pregnant in the U.S. in 2019 was significantly lower than previous years when you look at how low this red line is. Um, but when you see you see March would have been when the pandemic hit. And then that rate of birth is extra low and stays low going into 2021. Um, but again, for 2022, the U S as far as I can tell, it's not coming out with more current data to show us how, my, how births, how the birth rate is, is panning out since people rushed to get the needle. So What's up guys? What's your take? Now let me just say that just because, you know, you can, there's studies on male, male, male fertility and you can, if you have a low sperm count, you can increase that sperm count simply by losing weight, for example. So I, Look, again, I, I'm a very positive thinker that you can change your health outcome. You don't need to sit there and be like, Oh my gosh. Well, I got a needle, you know, because they're giving away free donuts and now I'm never going to have a kid. You can work, <laughs> you can work on your health and actually still get pregnant. I, I really feel that way. And like I said, it's not, it's not as if you, you got this needle. You're never going to have a kid. You know, I know people who've had kids. After getting the needle, or had you know, had the needle while they were pregnant, and their baby was born healthy. So, you know, this is not something that is impacting everyone, but there is an unusual drop in birth rate in these countries that are coming forward with information so far. So, it's just some definitely something to note. Now, this article, this fantastic Substack article goes on to. Talk about that. Well, they're the ones who mentioned this. Um, this study out of Australia showing that the ne- needle lipid nanoparticles do end up going to the artic- to the ovaries, um, and then subsequent studies showed that both the illness and the needle lowered sperm count. And this is true. This article rocks so much because it it links to every study it's talking about, and at the in the study, andrology, uh, the the um, journal andrology came out with a study uh, about the needle temporarily impairs semen concentration and total uh, motile count among semen donors. Study came out June seventeenth, twenty twenty two, and talks about uh, the conclusion: systematic immune response after the needle is a reasonable cause for transient semen concentration and TMC decline. Long-term prognosis remains good. So it talked about the fact that, yeah, it talks right here. Uh, There was a 15% drop in sperm concentration after getting the needle, but it says that long-term prognosis is good. I think people were able to build their sperm count back up after getting the needle, but there was a big drop in sperm count after getting the needle. And this study um, that looks at people who had had the illness says that indeed just having this new illness impacts your fertility as well. Um, it's a semen. Um, it, it, it was initially looking at whether semen could infect another person. So someone who got sick with the new illness and then they had sex with someone, whether that person would catch the illness just through sex, and it found out that was not the case. But in conducting that study, they noticed that your sperm count actually went down after just getting ill. Okay. But the estimated recovery time was three months, but further follow-up studies are underway to confirm this and to determine if there's permanent damage. So they're saying it looks like men were able, again, to rebuild their sperm count after three months, but they need more information to see if there's permanent damage from the illness. Um, Again, an illness that we, you know, uh, more evidence coming out appears to have been created in a lab, an illness that was created in a lab and went on to, Uh, sperm count in certain studies. So that's really interesting to uncover as we learn more information from government data and scientific studies, um, information that I'm not seeing in the mainstream media, but um, interesting times you guys look, we're seeing that definite jump down in childbirth in 2022 but there are still a lot of women still having babies in 2022. Okay. It was only, it was only a percentage who went down. It was, it's not like everyone stopped having babies. So people are still able, there's a lot of people still able to have babies after getting the needle. Okay. I know, I, I know people who are really freaking stressed out and they're like, I shouldn't have got the needle. What was I thinking? And I'm like, calm down. I think you're going to be okay. Just, you know, tend to your health, eat healthy foods, you know, exercise, meditate, and do wonderful things that are good for your immune system. Um, With that being said, guys, I just wanted to update you um, as we get more information. It's still, the information on this topic is still pretty scarce, but I wanted to show you guys what we got so far, and it is quite interesting. Uh, More information um, from the author of that Substack article link down in my description. Thanks so much guys for tuning in. Have a wonderful day. And we'll price probably-
2: Order now We'll you